Welcome back to Fold in the Cheese. It's your boy, K-Troll, on the mic today. I am blending into my background, as I was just mentioning to Ethan. I am the same color as the walls. I am a floating head. And uh, I am joined today by Steve Young himself from the hit game show, Survivor. <laughs> uh, Ethan Gelpin, what's up? Nothing much, Manny. So you're you're blending in. I'm, I'm a combo. So Steve Young, you know, love him to death. 49ers also crushed last week surviving because they're starting to enter playoff season. I guess you could say you're surviving because, you know, you're blending in. You know, it's like you got your own camo. So camouflage uh, is a form of survival. Absolutely. Exactly. I mean, think yeah, of the Hunger so, Games, um, even though even though you haven't seen the Hunger Games, is your, your only thing. Isn't there a bow and arrow? I have seen Hunger Games. Okay? <laughs> I just only remember that there's a bow and arrow. <laughs> okay. People are hungry. That's all I remember. That's all I remember. Well, you don't remember... Peta or Peta, anyway, the, the boy, he's good at cake decorating. And so he was able to camouflage himself by painting himself as like a rock or a tree. So maybe you're just taking that approach. Yep. Tribute. I remember that. <laughs> Tribute. Now you're just saying keywords. I'm just saying words that pop into my mind. Also a great Tenacious D song. Okay. Well, that Who one. is touring? I saw them in concert uh, a couple months ago. That's right. Great time. Really at the Lime Rock, uh, Lime Rock Arena or whatever. Yeah, it's Lime Rock, basically. Yes. It, yeah, it is. A, it's like a quarry. It's a rock quarry. Yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty oh. cool venue. I like it. Yeah, you've been there. We saw Third Eye Blind there. Third Eye Blind. We saw Third Eye Blind and Silver Sun Pickups, I think, right? Or who was it? Who was know, it that man. opened for them? Some random bands. It's funny when you go to those concerts, and we've talked about this before, but like there are some, it's like these 90s throwback bands. And so... Some of the people show up to the concert for the openers because they're like <laughs> hardcore fans of these random openers from the 90s. And like we had we had the seats like kind of down in the pit. So we were kind of close. And you these were people were absolutely crazy for this <laughs> band that I didn't know any of their songs. These people are going nuts. They're dressing in these sailor hats. Like that was the thing. And they're like, ah, nah, nah. and then Third Eye Blind comes on. They all just sit no, down. They just leave. <laughs> We're out. Like, We're I think the drugs just kind of finally kicked in. They're just like, uh, timed it perfectly. I feel like I've had a resurgence of 90s bands. Earlier this summer, I went and see OAR here in Michigan. Remember them? Crazy Game of Poker. So, yeah, Crazy Game of Poker. Yep. I don't remember who opened for them either, but this one was a different re like so it's at this place called frederick meyer gardens which is a spectacular place but they have their own amphitheater so there is some actual like stadium seating in the back this is like the vip section but then it's also just like a big old grassy hill so you bring your own chairs and all that yeah um but it was a pretty cool venue it was a good it was a good time we were I fortunate the oar as well this summer but not as a headliner they oh. opened they they either opened for tenacious d they, oh. I don't think it was them, or they opened for somebody else that I went to go see. I can't remember who it was now. Okay, but I yeah, I saw OAR as well. Crazy game of poker. I, I was like, nice. Did they throw cards in the air? Because they did that at ours. Not they that did. I remember. People were just blasting out playing cards. Not that I remember. Okay, fair. Yeah. Well, fun fact: saw them at our time at Wake Forest at a dive bar in Winston Salem. That's true. Did they came to campus? Didn't they? Didn't play in? The, didn't they play in the? I thought I they, played they played in Wade Chapel. Chapel. I don't. I all I remember them. We went. It had to have been my senior year because otherwise I would not have been allowed in a bar. Clearly, this face would not be good for a fake ID. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I just remember seeing them in a bar. It was weird. Yeah, they came to Wade Chapel. I think my freshman year, and I didn't go. And I because I don't know. I didn't do anything 
fun ever. <laughs> even if it's right outside your front door yeah. right outside my door and i was like ah you had to get tickets like i didn't get ah whatever i'm not gonna go <laughs> i'm too busy signing up for credit cards and getting free t-shirts so was... <laughs> i don't have any money <laughs> that's why i have so much red Sox paraphernalia just because i did the exact my buddies and i would literally just have a racket of going to each of the different tables that had different you know giveaways so i have towels hats uh bobbleheads they're great don't you, when you give your phone number to these people, you change like one digit. You can't, oh, yeah. I can't like, I don't know. I'm, when I'm in that you mode, I'm not going to think of like a totally random number. So I'm like, five, nine, three, two, eight, two, seven. <laughs> five, five, like, five. Yeah. Five, uh, five, five, one, two, one, well, two. No, see, I don't know. Maybe in Greenville, Illinois, it's a little lower. Or I guess we've been awake. But uh, here you had to give your social security number. Oh, I definitely wouldn't. I wouldn't have even known that, honestly, in high school, college. <laughs> wouldn't have even known it. Oh, no, no, no. I'd have so been like, perfect. You could have given out any numbers. You're like, 700? <laughs> Is it 22? Yeah, <laughs> I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's 22. They're like, and? <laughs> no, that's it. I was the 22nd person in this world. Yeah, that was me. It was me. Um, so, yeah, anyway. I'm gonna be, fact. My kids, my kids are going to have a very different experience when they get, when they get to college, I think. True. <clears throat> Going back to social security numbers, let's just give out people's identities. Fun fact, Brady's starts as James Bond. It's 007. I thought that was super cool. That is super cool. Yeah. Wow. We're in the hospital, I'm like, awesome. <laughs> nice. I have no idea what my kids are either. But oh, I don't know. It's written somewhere. But, but I 007, I would remember that. Yeah, I remember right. that. Pretty sweet. Um, okay, so there we go. I don't know. I don't even know how we got there, but started with Steve Young and surviving <laughs> and then Hunger Games and then worked our way, worked our way to signing up for fake credit cards in college and OAR concerts. Concert. Oh, tribute. I said tribute. tribute. Nice yeah, I was like, we're getting there. We're so close. We yeah. worked our way there. We're <laughs> going to talk about football as well. Oh, um, oh, look at the time. It's time to go, though. Okay, <laughs> It's been done. a great episode. <laughs> so we are you did mention it. You kind of uh, buried the lead a little bit. The playoffs are upon us. They are close. Yes. They're either this week or next week, depending on your league structure and your playoff structure. And I have some very sad news to report about our league. I will not be participating in the playoffs. Yes. I am boycotting the playoffs. You are boycotting because you're not. I am boycotting them out of um, out of poor performance. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to be the Florida State Seminoles when they don't take the field against the Bulldogs, but. Uh, well, no, so unfortunately, you know, so we talked about it last episode. You and I were playing each other this past weekend to keep your playoff hopes alive. Obviously, you needed to beat me. Uh, we had one of the turdiest turd fests of matchups this week. It was pretty sad. Your uh, team ended up doing, like, okay by the it end. Did, it it ended started up off okay. really bad. Started off real bad. Um, but my but team started off the worst, worse. <laughs> so, the worst of the year for me. Far yeah. and away. You ended up with, what, 59 points? Two people had bonus. Yeah, so you had two donuts with Tank Dell, obviously a, a terrible injury. That sucks for him. Great rookie year. Uh, and then Hollywood Brown gave you a donut battling heel issues. So he had a heel was... injury all week, and they're like, he's cleared to go. He's good to go. And, the, and he played the whole first half. It's not like he was like injured immediately, like Tank Dell was injured immediately. Yeah. No, he, he was injured in the second half. <laughs> he's been such a, such a hard player to figure out this year. I'm just going to say that. Like, all the potential in the world. He's the number one guy. He had four weeks in a row. Week two, three, four, five. Here are his point totals. 17.4, 17.1, 16.6, 16.5, 16.7, 16.8, 16.9, 16.9, 16.9, 16.9, 16.9, 16.9, 16.9, 16.9, 16.9, 16.9, 16.9, 16.
16.1. So technically we're going down. <laughs> but, <laughs> technically going like this. I mean, and then after that, there were two weeks he had double digits and every other one was was zero up to zero to eight points. I mean, it's just like, I don't know. And then Kyler came back and I was like, all right, unlocked. Here we go. Okay, here we go. Didn't really happen. So oh, Josh Dobbs, that was it. Josh Dobbs was his frustrating guy. with him. Uh-huh. So, yes, unfortunately for you. And then, obviously, you ran into the whole Jonathan Taylor thing, as we talked about. Zach Moss didn't do great. I picked him up, and you were cursing my name for that. He didn't have a great game. But um, I was fortunate enough to have Alvin Kamara, who basically carried my team. He had 28 points against the Lions. And so, uh, yeah, unfortunately for you, my man, I'm sorry. uh, But your flame has been extinguished. You have been voted. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks, Bruce. (laughs) This team is not worthy. This team has not been worthy all year. And it's really sad because – as I said, at times I felt like this was as talented of a team as anybody had. And there, there were weeks where I was putting up hella points. But yeah, yeah. you got to string it together uh, more than more than four or five weeks per <laughs> season. You got to you got to have some consistency there. And I just did not at all. Yeah. So, as you said, you said your boycotting. So does that mean this league you're not even going to pay attention? You're you're done. You're moving on to whatever league you're still alive in, or we check back in just to see what's going on. What What are your thoughts on this? Playoff? Listen, I am the commissioner. I'm the commissioner. So I, do have, I do have an obligation to at least pay attention, um, but I will pay very little attention. I'll just say that. I will okay. I will be on the lookout for shenanigans. I will be on the lookout for what I usually do is I lock I lock teams out that are not oh, in the playoffs yeah. from making transactions and getting on waivers and screwing things up for the teams that are still alive. So I'll do some of that. Um, but otherwise, unless someone yells at me and it's like, hey, this happened. I don't care. I, really don't, care. <laughs> I don't care. I'm, I'm it sucks kidding. because like this was, we've talked about this is like a really cool season. We got a new belt to honor one of our members who passed away this year. And I was really, really, really gunning for this. And um, really frustrating to not even, not even have a chance. Not, not even close. You know, it but it's all right. It's all right. It happens. It's, it's the fantasy, you know, shenanigans. This is what goes on. And this is why. And I swear to God, I, I literally do this every year. There are times where fantasy is like some of the best things ever. The draft is always so much fun to lead up, even like in the week one. And then just, you know, as the games approach, you're just getting pumped, just looking at the match. I was like, oh, this guy's going to do great. And it's just so fulfilling. It just so lifts you up. But then as soon as the games play, you're like, why do I fucking do this every – I hate this so <laughs> yeah. like Every literally... year, every Sunday, I'm so jazzed at, you know, 12 o'clock. And then by 1.30, I am so mad. <laughs> I, it's almost gotten to the point where I can't I – I can't watch games live where I have my guys. Because I'm like, if I watch them, they don't do well. I just have to wait until the game's over and just see what happened because otherwise I'll just be for four hours, just be angry and pissed off. Like he's what? Just throw it at him. Like I was watching Catch the ball. You idiot. It was two weeks ago when uh, the Seahawks were playing. Um, I think the Cowboys, or maybe it was last week. They're playing the Cowboys. I'm playing against you and I'm watching for Tyler Lockett. And it was the second to last drive. He had like a, a very mediocre game up until this point. He is running this little out route across the middle, wide open. Gino throws it at him. He's like maybe a hair behind him. Hits him both his hands. If he catches this thing, it's a 80, it's a 60 yard touchdown. There's like, I'm like 13 points. Great. He drops the ball. <laughs> like he's trying to catch it. He falls down. And so then I'm just like pissed off for three straight days because yeah, that was a Thursday that's night a game. Thursday yeah. Night game. <laughs> yeah. You're just like freaking Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett. Damn it. It'll lose me to Kemper because of he can't hold on to a sure touchdown. So yeah, hey, I've been watching Patrick Mahomes all season and just being like, 
No one can catch. <laughs> I need to trade him. <laughs> no well, okay, one so the, okay. So we're gonna we're gonna flip leagues real quick. So you're talking about Patrick Holmes. You have him in our dynasty league. Yep. Are, is that a realistic comment you just made? Do you are you honestly thinking potentially like maybe I should just get rid of this guy? I would I would listen to someone if they had a if they had a really compelling offer. I would listen. But you're not thinking, hey, I I should probably dump him. But if someone threw you an offer, you'd look at it. I would look at anything. I would right. always look at anything. I would look at anything. He's not untradeable. I'll just say Jake that. Browning, Patrick Mahomes, sign it, book it, do it. Done. All right, done. Yeah, no, I think he's like, um, I have full faith that he'll, he's he's incredible. He's still the best quarterback in the league, I think, no matter what. And I, I just, you can't, you can't overcome people dropping passes that are thrown directly at them. <laughs> and so they've just, they've got to just, they've got to get better receivers. They've got to draft another receiver, probably in the first round. They've got to hit free agency. They need to go after T. Higgins and bring him in. Like they've got, they're going to be some free. Michael Pittman's going to be free agent as well. Like there are going to be some guys this season they're that are like are available. Wide receivers, they're definitely. They need to go get some guys. I don't care Tyler Boyd. I don't care who it is. Go get someone who can catch the ball yeah. and put them in that system because they cannot just be Kelsey all the time. And right. I like Rasheed Rice. I think Rasheed yeah, Rice is really spot. solid. I'm out on Sky Moore. Get rid of him. Justin Watson. Get rid of him. MVS. Why is he in the NFL? Like Nicole Hardman. Get special teams. Get rid of all those dudes. All right. Rasheed Rice. I'm solid with him and build around it. Yeah. I'm I'm really nervous about kind of what they're going to do in this offseason because that's probably their their oneest their oneest their oneest area of weakness. I'm a child. (laughs) Their most glaring weakness is wide receiver. So the fact that that's literally the only thing they have to focus on because their defense has been solid. I mean, everything else, Pacheco's, you know, emerging as, you know, he can be the guy. So it's scary that it's a, they're a wide receiver or two away from just being completely dominant. Um, So it's scary. I'm not happy about what they're going to be potentially doing in the off season. Yep. I don't know what their cash money. I don't know what their money situation is where they've like, (laughs) So you just did a me. I don't know what their cash money is. <laughs> cash money is a real phrase, though. Oneist is not a word. <laughs> Oneist is a word if you're six. So if you're six, <laughs> ask my children. Like my kids say gooder, and I'm like, yep, okay. Um, I don't know what their cash situation is, so I don't know if they've got money in the cap to like. They did give Mahomes like nine hundred million billion dollars or something. So they also gave him partial ownership in the Royals. So that yeah, was yeah, the Royals. I, I mean, if that's like part of like them not having to pay cash to him, then maybe they <laughs> bought the Royals are going to pay you to own part of them, <laughs> yeah. and we don't have to pay you anything. I like where I like where this is going. That would be spectacular if you somehow had a deal with another major like a conglomerate of teams <laughs> working hey, together. Baseball doesn't have a salary cap. They can pay Patrick they Mahomes. They can pay for him. <laughs> the Royals have signed Patrick Mahomes to a one billion dollar contract. <laughs> I mean, he was a baseball player, so the Royals would be like, well, dude, "He's in our farm system. He's a uh, <laughs> we're just paying him nine hundred million dollars to play in our farm system, and the and the Chiefs are paying him a buck fifty. A buck. 325, or was it 360? What was the tree South Park? Tree Fitty. That was it. Tree Fitty. Uh, okay. So we I looked at that goddamn Loch Ness Monster in the first house. need about Tree Fitty. It was about that time that I realized <laughs> this Girl Scout was a goddamn Loch Ness Monster. Well played. That's, on a, that's a very old reference. I only had the Tree Fitty and Loch Ness. The fact you went to the Girl Scout, well played. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So real quick, I'm a home. So you're not actively shopping him, but if someone gave you a de- like a 
an offer, you check it out and potentially maybe rework it, counter all that jazz, but you're not actually shopping it. Fair. I would counter deal. If someone gave me like another elite quarterback and something, I would I would consider it. If it okay. was like an elite quarterback and a young receiver or elite quarterback and, and maybe even a pick, you know, I, I would consider it. So since we're on the fact of talking about Dynasty and we can bring you better news since you're unfortunately knocked out of the playoffs in our league, Let's talk a little bit about Dynasty, build you up a little bit there. As we are heading into the playoffs, we've got one more week. So I'm I'm going to jump to me first because it's not all about you, Kemper. But I am in a funny situation. So my team has been dog crap the entire year. Uh, Burrow, had, Burrow was my number one overall pick because, you know, you're drafting quarterbacks. He's been – obviously, he was hurt a lot. Not great. And then out for the season. So my team has just been bad overall. Uh, but I've made a shrewd move. <laughs> I traded for Brock Purdy. And now my team had the highest score this past week. Your team absolutely murdered this week. Murdered. I'm on a two-game heater, and I am in position to potentially lose the number one overall pick next season because of this hot streak. Uh, I'm currently sitting in last, one game behind ninth place, but I have caught almost caught up to him in points because of these last couple of weeks. So I've had Jake Browning go off for 30, Brock Purdy go off for 30, Debo, Debo. Samuel had a bajillion. Um, so anyway, I'm in a funky situation. Tyron Williams. Tyron Williams, yep. So I'm in a funky situation where, you know, it's nice to win, but I almost don't want to win because I want to get that number one pick. I'm guaranteed the first or second pick. So um, I think you absolutely don't want to win. I know, but, but I'm not going to not. Like integrity, you know, like integrity. Yeah. Like you have to you have to field the roster that. And as I game. texted you earlier this week. I was like, no, let's keep them right. Get them feeling good heading into next season. You know, I want them to feel that that confidence boost. I they want need to know what winning team. feels like. You're changing right? the culture of your team is what you're doing. What you, do. you come in and you change culture, even though I started the culture, but we're changing it. <laughs> so anyway, let's talk, about your, <clears throat> let's talk about your team because you are in a much more amiable situation. You are currently sitting in third. Uh, top six make the playoffs. And so what, what you got going there? Yeah, so top three get paid. Top three in points get paid out as well, and I've got the number two in points. And I'd say it's locked up. It's pretty locked up. Ricky is still hanging in there, and he's about fifty-five points behind me at this point. I've had a couple of good weeks in a row, and he had a dud. So, like, as long as I don't totally shit the bed, I should I should lock up the number two in points. Um, but I really want to hang on to this number three spot because the way the bracket's going to play out, the sixth yeah. seed is going to be trash there are two teams vying for the six seed they're both garbage i want to play one of them in the first round and then i want to play the two seed yeah, who I'm actually playing this week i don't want to play brent um who's in the number one spot his team is unreal and i'd rather play him in the championship and and take take a swing you know see if you can take him out um, yeah. anything can happen but so yeah i'm really i'm really hoping to hang on to this three spot right now but i'm playing the number two team this week i was gonna say so with that being said you're playing the number two team are you trying to actively lose this game? Because if you put you, do you have a chance? I to no, I can't pass him. Okay. And it, okay. If I could, I would, I would rather have the two than the three, honestly, is <laughs> at least I'd have five. a buy and then the same schedule I was just talking about. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I'm not trying to lose at all. I'm trying, I'm desperately trying to win well, you need points. Yeah. That too. But I do need okay. points. Uh, at the same time, I'm like, I'm not opposed to trying to meddle in some other games to try and, set the situation up the way that I want it either. So like True. I'm not opposed to trade to help someone else right now for them to make it into the playoffs and one to person to get bumped. I've got a first round pick that is either going to be the fourth or fifth because I traded for it. And so I'm, I want this guy, a certain guy to lose because I want his pick to be higher. 
And so well, like, I technically want, I'm thinking about, you know, nothing against you, but I technically want you to lose since I have your first round pick. That's true. Uh, so I'd, I'd love for you to tumble, but I will not root for that because I, do I would only to. fall one spot, but either, either way, either way, I want you to succeed, my man. So keep it up. Keep probably because um, you don't want me on suicide watch for <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this league and the other league. And <laughs> true. It's not good. Fair, fair. Um, good. So in my neighborhood league, we are just this week is we're starting the playoffs. So it's one week shorter than um, in your my league. So talking about heading into there, I had to make a waiver claim because Ramondre Stevenson is one of my starting quarterback running backs. And obviously he now has a high ankle sprain. I had to pick up Chunky McChunkerson, Elliot, Ezekiel Elliott. So and now he is thrust into my starting lineup. So which is. Super this great. Is, so I will tell you, and this is, this is a good segue. Um, playoffs get weird they every do. year. And so there's a couple of key points I think we want to tell people about today for the rest of this episode about the strategy for playoffs. Number one, what you just said, I think is indicative of probably want to have your handcuffs for your star players. Yep. If there's a definitive handcuff and if you know that person could and would be successful in the same system. So if an injury happens, you're not scrambling to try and replace your guy. You've got your team <laughs> locked down. That's important. If you've got the right guys, you know. Right. Number two, you need to start thinking ahead of the matchups that are coming up in the playoffs. And I'm not saying you're going to get too cute because I've definitely had a history of getting way too cute and not starting my stars. And it's it has boned me. I'm on Ra. <laughs> I'm on Ra. I'm on Ra. Has boned me in the past, and I will never forgive myself for that. But it was also Ezekiel Elliott boned you in the past, and so I'm picking this guy. <laughs> true. That's true. I've been boned by everybody, honestly. I am I am a fantasy whore. So, uh, yeah, I think you got to look at the matchups, and maybe maybe you're playing a week out. You know, like that's something that most people don't really do is like, who am I picking up this week that I'm not going to play this week but has a great setup next week? Or – for instance, these week 14 buys, this is complete garbage, but there's two teams on a buy this week, right? And so you're kind of like, all right, if you thought last week, who should I be picking up that I'm going to need to start next week? That would have been smart. Right. You would have had someone to at least cover your bye week. So, Well, I did this by accident, the inverse. So I told you last week in my neighborhood league, my strategy was to pick up quarterbacks to block Jason from being able to pick up a quarterback. Yep. So I ended up starting Sam Howell, who got me 20 points. And, you know, this is the league where I had Joe Burrow. Obviously, he's gone. So I, I'm stuck with backup quarterbacks now. So Sam Howell's on a bye. <laughs> and I was honestly thinking about continuing to start him. So now I got to go. I picked up. Well, I also had Matt Stafford. So Stafford's now my starter. But you're right. This week 14 bye is actually kind of biting me in the butt here. Again, my it's team tough. is struggling with injuries. And, uh, yeah. So it's not my strongest lineup. Um Star some stars will emerge in the playoffs that you're yeah. not thinking about for sure. Someone's going to win this thing with a guy that you're like, dang it, I can't believe I played all season long. This guy was on waivers, free agency yep. every week. Someone picked him up and they ended up getting a starting spot and they blew it out. Well, honestly, like the X factor is on my team right now is Zach Moss because you know Taylor's out for the foreseeable future with our playoffs starting this week. You know, he's yep. probably, if if I'm fortunate enough to win, one, two, three, he's going to be playing all those three weeks. So yep. he could be the guy. He could be that guy exactly who you're talking about, where he's yep. now handling the load. He is the go-to guy. No one behind him. He could be the guy to carry it for me. Uh, yep. it, weirdly enough, if the Patriots can find some semblance of an offense, it could be a Zeke to get me a 15 to 20 burger one time. You know, those are, the, as you said, those are your wild cards. It's not, it, and that's 
what makes the playoffs so crazy, and especially this late in the season, no one's fresh, no one's not hurt, and you get these crazy stories of of big games coming out of people you did not expect. And I think with the quarterback carousel, it's even more unpredictable because yeah. you've seen how many times where a guy, second string guy, comes in and he's got his guys. They all of a sudden. Guys that were active on the roster and were playing just weren't producing. All of a sudden, they're getting all the looks because they've just got better chemistry. Mm -hmm. You know, Joe Flacco was peppering Elijah Moore with targets. Yeah, for the Browns, and you're like Elijah Moore started the season. Everyone was like really hyped on him getting that trade, and they're like, okay, this is going to be awesome. He's going to be this great flex PPR monster, slot machine, whatever. Never really connected with Deshaun Watson, and now here we are, week 14, week 13. He's getting. You know, all these looks from Flacco, and you're like, well, shoot, he's viable now. You know, Um, what's going to happen in Jacksonville? You know, that Washington kid came in when when, uh, Christian Kirk got hurt, and all of a sudden he was getting peppered with targets, and you got CJ Beathard in there. And in his few drives, a lot of Evan Ingram. Why is it not Calvin Ridley, who is on my It certainly should be. It certainly should be. And I've got him in another league, and I'm I'm feeling you there for sure. Is he just betting his under on receptions? I mean, come on. God damn it. Too soon. Come on. Too soon. Uh, Devontae Parker is another name that I think is kind of interesting. It's like Zappy's in here. You know he's going to sling it. Devontae Parker's healthy. All of a sudden, they don't have a whole lot else. You know, Demario Douglas. <laughs> they don't have Ishmael a whole Bute. lot. Like, I don't know who else you're going to throw it to. So, Ezekiel Elliott. Parker has a weird run, you know? Yeah, it's true. It's it's really not necessarily all the guys you drafted and been riding all year. It's now it's it's nitty gritty. So real quick, uh, so obviously my my league at, in this neighborhood is starting this week. What are your thoughts? Is this too early again? Because you don't want to have it go too late into the season where people are resting their stars and their starters because of real playoffs. So yeah. is this too early of a week or is it right on? I feel like this is a late bye week. It's a super late bye week. The NFL boned everybody. The NFL needs to pay more attention to fantasy. <laughs> I know it sounds like not because they need to care about fake football, but because fantasy drives so much revenue, much revenue. and viewership to the NFL. Like they've, they've really truthfully, like they are with Vegas and betting, they really need to pay a, a attention to fantasy and make sure that like the bye weeks are more evenly distributed throughout the season anyway. You've got there are a couple yeah. bye weeks that had like eight, six or eight teams on there. And you're like, why did you do this? And then this other week had none. Yeah. Why do you have one in week 14? Like they just, it's so stupid. They need to, they need to figure that out. They do. But what are you talking about resting players? Like, what do you mean? Like the real NFL? No one's doing yeah, the that. Real NFL, not like face. Like, I'm going to sit Josh Allen this week. No, no, no. I mean like the real NFL is not, they're not, no one's resting this early. I'm talking about like, so it doesn't, that's why we're not playing week. 18 yeah, don't don't play week 18 yeah i agree right. don't play week 18 in your playoffs you should, no, no no league should do that right so I i'm agree. just wondering if this week was too early of a start or if it was just weird because the nfl as you said screwed it up and the fact that there oh if your play. playoffs are starting too early so the question yeah. i have is is it a two-week playoff or one week it is a three-week playoff well i meant like your matchups are one week each right oh yes 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 so then um yeah, I think you started a week too early. Okay. You're the commissioner, right? You screwed it up. I did. I screwed it up. I, Should have done 15, I, added, I added two teams this year, but I guess this is when they always did it, but I should have I should have bumped well, it. Well, I mean, it was just last year they changed the schedule to 17 games. Right. So and that's, so that's when you had to shift. We've always been like week 14 starts playoffs, you know? I'm going to blame T- Paul Tagliabue, my predecessor. So that's why. 
I'm going to blame him. Nope, you screwed it up. And in fact, what's <laughs> funny is you screwed yourself because you have Sam Howell. <laughs> <and you laughs> a quarterback. So it's fair. You can call no collusion. So it's all good. It is fair. All good. It is fair. <laughs> so Matt Stafford against Baltimore is going to be rough. That's not a, not a great start. Not a, or I could play Josh Dobbs, who may not play. We don't even know if he's going to start. Exactly. I'm pulling for Jaron Hall because I want to see what he can do. I watched, I went and this is the other thing about Dynasty. I'm watching like college tape and highlight films. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, let me watch Jared Hall. So he was BYU's quarterback and he had Puka Nakua on his team. But they, but like, Puka was really good, but like most of the highlight throws are not to Puka, weirdly. I don't know what happened, but he's throwing other guys. But the dude looked really good in college, as most NFL players do. As they should. Um, I'd love to see him. They, they say he doesn't have quite the arm strength, but otherwise <laughs> he's very accurate. <laughs> he does, he can't throw it more than 30 yards, but other than that, he's you know what good. I mean? Like the tight window in the NFL. Because of the speed, the windows get so much smaller, and like you've yeah. got to be able to throw an absolute laser in there. to get it in there. And like you know, some guys can can do that, some guys can't. Okay, quick before we go, give me a name that is as you talked about early in this episode. Give me a name who is going to be a surprising playoff run star. I gave you like three names. Well, give me give me the one, the one. Um, dun, dun. Well, I mean, I, I truthfully think it could be a rookie. So okay. I'm just going to say Jackson Smith and Jigba. Ooh, okay. I think I like it's usually that. it's oftentimes the rookie that comes out of that, that not comes out of nowhere, but like really turns it on toward the end of the season. Well, speaking of that Thursday night game where I was cursing Tyler Lockett, they were really focusing on JSN. So it was kind of you know sign of things to come. I mean, he is the future. Unfortunately, I think for Tyler, he's going to be the third man out. I think next season because DK, how do you not throw it to that? DK ain't going anywhere. Yeah. No, <laughs> so okay, yes, and yeah, I'm, I'm gonna stick with Zach Moss. I think he could be that guy, especially with the Colts team that seems to be firing all cylinders right now. So, I'll tell you what I'm actually curious about is Roshan Johnson. I'm kind of thinking that they're gonna make the switch, and he's gonna get. I'm kind of thinking coming out of the bye that he's gonna get the start, and we'll see what he okay. can do. And he's looked okay, not great yet, but if if they get good matchups and if he gets going, I'm really curious to see what he can do. Okay, Roshan Johnson on the Bears taking over for Khalil Herbert. I like it. All right, man. Well, sorry that you have officially been eliminated in our league, but good luck in Dynasty. I know you're doing real well there, even though if you're shopping Patrick Mahomes. That's right. Everyone, you heard it here first. He is shopping. <laughs> Not Patrick shopping. Mahomes. He, has in, he is in the cart. So, He's in the cart. Uh, checking out. Uh, so, hey, stick with us. We've still got a couple more weeks of said fantasy season. We will still be coming at you with some great stuff just to be updating on the playoffs and these hidden studs that we think are going to make runs. So, until next time, keep on pulling. Hold it.